Thank you so much for pressing play. My name is Kim Kardisha, and I have a message to share with you from the concept cards on inner journey horsemanship as well as the horses. And Missy gets to be the star today. And if you like this, check out our website, confidencethroughconnection.com, if you need just a little more than, than this podcast shares. So why this is so relevant is I realized as I was working with Missy that a lot of what she was reflecting back to me and how she responded to my invitations was the exact same thing that I've seen with some clients. With how things have been shaping up um, for us, I think, as a collective as well as individuals, we're really getting the opportunity to peel back some layers, do some healing, and dig deep so that we can live our lives more by design rather than default. So before I went out to work with Missy, I drew three cards. I drew goal, hold space, and ready. And this really made a lot of sense with what Missy has been experiencing. She and I have been on together on an energetic rehab journey for, I'll just say roughly a year and a half now. And we were making progress, things were going well, and all of a sudden, this fall when the weather got colder, she had a come apart. And there was no logical reason for this to happen, but you know, here it was happening before me. And what one of the things that happened was she did not, she wasn't able to get on a trailer. And you know, we had gotten that so she could self-load and, and all of a sudden she wasn't going on the trailer. So it let me know that somewhere there was a hole or maybe more than one, but there was something that we needed to uncover and let that heal or repair or, or maybe blossom in a way that it hadn't been permitted to before. And so one of the things that happens sometimes, Missy, if I go out there with a rope halter, she will come right up, I can halter her, we can do whatever comes next, um, or attempt to, which I'll just hold that for there right now. We'll just talk about the halter right now. And um, when I would go out with the leather halter that she would either wear in the trailer or I've been riding her in a, a smooth leather halter attaching reins to the um, to the side buckles or whatever those rings are called. Um, and, and this was by a lot of excuse me, experimentation and options because it, this was what she was reacting best to. But my point is that she had lost the ability to want to let me put that on her. So somewhere it, you know, it brought something to the table that, that she wasn't interested in. So my goal has been to take that away because you know she if this horse didn't keep asking for more by showing up by um you know when i you go out with something she's she makes eye contact fix locks eyes on you and you can just energetically tell that she wants something 
So my goal has been to help her be able to get more of sh what she wants without the apprehension that she carries with her. So my goal was to help her be able to wear this leather halter without having it to be, you know, a big to-do. And yesterday, she had decided not to wear the leather halter. And when I say decided not to, you know, I went out, I had the halter with me. She walked with me to the gate as I held the halter. But then when I held it out, she turned her nose away. So that's, that is the subtle no that she was giving me, and I honored it. And so I had the halter with me. You know, I would extend an invitation other times. I would back away and hold the halter, and she would kind of come close. And then if I would just inhale with the halter, she would turn her head away. So that's how I knew she was interested, but she wasn't able to accept the invitation with the leather halter. So the hold space card you know, just kind of validated my intention to just hold that space of possibility open for her until she was ready, our third card, ready to step into it. And so today I went out and she again followed me to the gate. I held the halter out and this time she didn't turn away, but she didn't either turn her head towards me. So I didn't put it on her yet because, you know, a lot of times these choices that we make when we're really listening and honoring our horse's opinion, you know, I could have grabbed her nose and put the halter on her, but I chose not to because she wasn't accepting the invitation. She was saying, you know, somewhere I, I can't, not necessarily I won't, but I can't. So I just held the halter, um, I combed her, I hung around with her a little bit, I experimented, I hung the halter kind of over her neck, I put it across her back, and it started, she started to lick and chew, lower her head, soften somewhat in her body, and then um, I took the halter off her back. I was kind of standing by her shoulder and I was holding it there. And then she put her nose towards the halter. You know, she was trying to find out where to put it in, but I wasn't holding it right. But anyhow, so she accepted this invitation and then extended an invitation to me to know she was ready to have that halter put on. And so I was really advocating for her with her because I think that Missy has had a hard time trusting that she will be safe whether you know whether or not in our human point of view she is safe or not doesn't really matter because something would happen in this horse would feel unsafe and she she comes unhinged when she doesn't feel safe um, her front feet go in the air a lot. There's there's just a lot of tightness, tension. Um, again, unhinged, I think, is the best way to describe it, or a meltdown, maybe. So we went out today, and I have been also inviting her to have um, a consistent contact 
whether it's with a lead rope or reins or or a person's touch on her halter because that's not comfortable for her and oftentimes you know you you pick up a light pressure and she responds to that she'll move but then she really resists having a connection with your hands or the reins or that that pressure on her nose and today when I was finishing up with her because we went out and you know just after we got the halter on did some circles and some work with helping her be more comfortable with you know a little bit of that consistent contact and she did really well and when I brought her back in and I took the halter off she was still letting me know she wanted something else and I found out because she you know she interacts a lot with her with her nose with you as, as most horses do but um, what I discovered was if I put my hands very lightly on either side of her face in between the corner of her mouth and the jawbone on either side like that it was really really difficult for her and so I could keep my hands there softly and follow around because she would try to move her head around and so I was curious and I just experimented and when I kept my hands there lightly eventually she her muzzle would start to twitch and her her whole face was kind of twitching and then she started to um, almost grind her teeth and then it softened to a lick and chew and it was just really interesting to me because I think this is part of the challenge that she has and be able in being able to feel confident in connecting with a human when she has something on her face and of course that is one of our main ways to communicate with a horse is through what we have on their face and although um, you know we can do things without something on her face there's also times when she needs to wear it like when she's getting her feet done or she you know unfortunately we can't just let her run around with no clothes on <laughs> for a lot of the things that we have to have our domesticated horses participate in to be healthy and again just with how she keeps coming up and asking for more energetically even though it's challenging for her you know she really encourages me to step into those places be curious and discover new ways of being able to offer her a compassionate the um, the gentle strength of my leadership to help us as a team get to a new place and like I started off in the beginning I've seen um, some of the people that I'm mentoring they're really going through this place where they've made them themselves very vulnerable because they shed a layer of their coping mechanism that was limiting them you know they're they were what kept them safe before is no longer working like being invisible when they have a message and a purpose um, being the leader of a group entering into new areas with their horse or with their job all of these things are so interconnected so 
I would encourage you with the nudging from the inner journey horsemanship cards to really focus on the goal that you have and why you have it to hold space hold out that belief that sacred space of possibility until you or your horse or you as a team you know whichever type of issue that you're kind of making your way through right now until you're ready and your ready has to be for you or your horse or you as a partnership because you can't run anybody else's race you have to be where you are and plan your journey from there and honor where you are and your thresholds and again be able to to really extend yourself that compassionate leadership as you navigate your journey so thank you so much for listening if you would like a little more check out our facebook page it's hidden promise or again our website is confidence through connection.com and i hope you have a fabulous week remember keep your goal in mind hold space and you'll know when you're ready. Bye for now.